Karen says I'm too old to have asthma, so she steals my inhaler. Here's what happened. Subscribe to Am I the Jerk on YouTube and hit the bell for notifications. This just happened and I'm still pretty freaked out. Here's our cast. Me, Entitled Mom, Entitled Kid, Innocent Kid, and my dad. So, a bit of backstory. I'm a teenage girl living in Central Florida. Florida is really hot, like all the time. It's in the high 80s and I'm at a park with sports fields since I play softball. We were practicing on a Tuesday evening, so there were tons of little kids at the playground. We were practicing running the bases properly and sliding into the bases. For everyone who doesn't know, when you slide, you basically kick out one of your legs, putting the opposite one behind that leg, making a four shape. You slide across the clay on the ground to make it harder for the other team to tag you out. If you do it wrong, you could get hurt easily. Now, I may be an older softball player, but I've never actually learned how to slide. So me, being a clumsy person ended up twisting the leg that was supposed to be straight around and smacking my left knee facing the wrong way into the hard clay. It made a popping sound and I dislocated it at the very least. It hurt a lot. I was crying and my dad wasn't present because he went to get a soda from Circle K. My teammates put me on the closest park bench which was right outside of the playground so it would be easier for my dad to pick me up to get to a doctor. We didn't go to the ER because we don't have health care and didn't think it was serious enough. I'm done crying crying, but I'm very scared as I've hurt my knees and I'm hoping it's not serious. I have asthma, but not super serious. I only use my inhaler during sports, during PE, or when I'm having an anxiety attack. I had my inhaler in my softball bag and my softball best friend gets it for me since I'm having an anxiety attack over one of my knees being dislocated. I'm breathing in the medicine and trying to calm down when we meet the entitled mother and her kids. The older one, 10 or 11 maybe, stops and looks at me, probably because my knee looks weird. My eyes are red from crying and he might not know what an asthma inhaler is. The younger kid and my mom continued walking, but stopped when they noticed the brother wasn't with them. They walk over to me and begin talking. Entitled mother, what's going on here? My softball bestie. Ah, uh, my friend hurt her knee at practice. Entitled mother, then why isn't she in the hospital? Softball bestie, that's none of your business. Entitled mother humps and entitled kid enters the conversation. Entitled kid, what's that? Points at the inhaler. Me, it's an inhaler. Entitled kid, a what? Me, something I use to breathe better. Entitled kid, can I see it? Me. No, I need it. Entitled kid. But I want it. Innocent kid. It's not yours, entitled kid. Entitled mother. Shut up, innocent kid. Yes, it is. I'm utterly confused at this point and wondering how long it's going to take to get a soda 10 minutes away and get back. Entitled kid. Give me my puffer back. Softball bestie. It's not yours. Entitled kid. Give me um. Entitled mother. Kindly give my daughter her favorite toy back or I'll have to call the police. Softball bestie. You're crazy. Entitled mother. How rude. Teenagers have no respect for adults these days. Now, entitled mother grabs the inhaler from my hand. I'm shocked into the point of more tears. I start gasping for breath because I'm terrified she's going to run off and I won't be able to breathe. Softball bestie. What the F do you think you're doing? Entitled mother. Taking my daughter's toy back from annoying teenagers. At this point, my dad runs up. Come on, original poster. Softball bestie. Mr. My Dad, this crazy B-word stole original poster's inhaler. My dad, please give it back. Entitled mother, it's not hers, it belongs to entitled kid. She's too old to have asthma anyway. Now, my dad is not a small guy. He's 6'6 and broad. He used to be an Air Force officer and looks pretty scary sometimes. My dad, 
You are one of the stupidest people I have ever met. Entitled Mother Leave us alone. Your brat daughter and her friends stole my daughter's favorite toy. We should press charges. Innocent child. That's not true. You took it. It's not a toy. My dad. Just give it back so we can go. Original posters injured. Entitled Mother No, she's not. She's just being dramatic. My dad. You... B-word. Give it back now. Entitled Mother. Stop being racist and sexist. You men think you own everything. I'm white. Her family is white. How is that racist? Entitled Mother and my dad start yelling and arguing, and I'm gasping for breath still. I hadn't been paying attention to Innocent Child, and I hadn't seen him for a while, but now stood in front of me. Innocent Child. Here you go. This little angel took my inhaler from his little sister and was handing it to me. I was so grateful I hugged the kid after getting my breathing back to normal. Entitled Mother. Stop assaulting my son! I'm so sick of this lady that I just stare. Entitled Kid is crying, Entitled Mother is furious, and Innocent Child just says, Run. Softball bestie motions to my dad to pick me up and go, so that's what we do. Entitled Child tries to hold back his mom, which surprisingly worked because this kid was pretty tall and his mom was pretty small, and my football coach came out to help him. We made it to the walk-in clinic and they popped my knee back in. Currently, we still don't know what's wrong with it and we're going for an MRI tomorrow. You know, entitled people are always annoying, but when they're at their worst is in a medical emergency situation. You apparently know what asthma is to have said that she's too old to have it, meaning I would think you know what an inhaler is, meaning I would think you know that she needs it to breathe. To call it a toy and say it belonged to your kid and she stole it and you want it back? What? Honestly, I want to give you guys some insightful feedback on a lot of this stuff, and you know, sometimes I like to think I do a good job, but but then there's times like this where all I can do is facepalm. This woman doesn't realize the situation she's causing. This girl's already injured, she's having a panic attack, and you take her inhaler away and start yelling in front of her about all this other stuff and making it even worse and oh my god and it's all about you and your kid. Just stop. Just go to learn how to be a generally good member of society because apparently you missed that somewhere along the way. Your kid understands. I don't understand how you don't. Okay. Controlling my emotions a little bit more. All I can say is thank you to the kid for standing up to his mother. You really have no idea what you giving her back that inhaler was doing for her. The amount of relief she felt when you gave it back, I'm sure was completely overwhelming. Sadly, it seems like this kid is probably going to have to be cleaning up his mother's messes for quite a while. Hopefully next time it doesn't involve someone who's in a medical emergency. My mom hit someone with her car and ran, and I really want to call the police. Mom was driving me to school this week. She was taking a turn and obviously wasn't looking because she took the turn wide and hit a kid from school who was riding to the bike tracks. He was in the other lane that goes the other way. Our car went over him and I heard him yell out. I don't, like, know him, but he's in a different year than me. After that happened, my mom just kept driving. I told her we need to call the police or ambulance or something. My mom just kept saying that he swerved and hit her and that we don't call the police if we did nothing wrong. She just told me to keep quiet and knows I'll do the right thing. I saw a photo on Instagram of him in the hospital, and he's all bruised and looks rough as heck. I've just been feeling really bad, and it's like I can't eat and feel like I'm throwing up. It's like mom did something really wrong, and it feels really bad to not say anything. I wasn't even allowed to tell dad about it, but him and mom are divorced, and I'm not allowed to tell him a lot of things. If I tell someone, mom will probably get arrested, and then it'll be my fault. I don't know and want to stop feeling so bad. Do I tell him my mom or not? Oh no.
Oh, this is such a bad situation to be in. For context, in the title of the post, it does say that the kid is a 14-year-old male. So he's a little older and has some brains about him to at least understand that, yes, his mom did something very wrong. But obviously, at the same time, I understand the obligation to want to protect your mother. I'm sure that when it happened, it was just a genuine accident. I don't think she intentionally meant to hit the kid by any means. And I understand the immediate thought of self-preservation to get out of there and drive away as quickly as possible. There are a lot of things that are attached to a situation like this that she doesn't want to get involved in, and I understand that. Maybe they can't afford a lawyer or medical bills or anything like that, but I I can't justify driving away like that. Not when you hit a kid. You have to call someone you have to make sure they're taken care of. All I can say is I'm glad at least he was taken care of and was okay, generally speaking. I know he's in the hospital, but at least he's not dead. My sister-in-law's useless boyfriend thinks they should just get to stay with us for free. This is a story about my sister-in-law and her useless boyfriend. My sister-in-law is my wife's sister and is a terrific person. Useless husband is decidedly not. Here on Reddit, he's the gift that keeps on giving. Like Chlamydia. In April of 2020, having lost their jobs due to COVID, they moved in with us rent-free until they got back on their feet. We're happy to have sister-in-law. She's absolutely terrific, pitching in around the house, spending time with the family, and being my wife's best friend. This is decidedly not true of useless boyfriend. He locks himself in their room playing video games all day long. He complains about the food, only recently agreed to chip in for higher speed internet, which he kept demanding we pay for, and otherwise makes it clear how much of an imposition it is for him to live in our home rent-free. Sister-in-law was finally able to get a full-time job last month. Their finances are still a mess, but things are improving, and she said they'd move out in the spring. Honestly, we're all going to miss her. Useless boyfriend? The best I can say is, I don't care if the door hits him on the way out or not, just as long as he's on the other side of it. Our oldest son is 23 and moved about 30 minutes away back in fall of 2019, so he could be close to his work. Thankfully, he's remained employed full-time despite COVID. In the fall of 2020, he renewed his lease for one year in a nice but small studio apartment. Recently, a fantastic job opportunity arose for our son. He's moving much further away, which is sad, but it's a great opportunity and we're happy for him. The largest problem for him is his lease, which still has 10 months to go. He spoke with his landlord, who's a good guy. The landlord said he'd be willing to let our son out of the lease ordinarily, but with COVID, he has several tenants who haven't paid rent for a while and he can't afford another apartment generating no income. He agreed that he would let our son out of the lease the moment he could rent the apartment to someone else. But the market has been really slow and he doesn't know how long that would take. I don't blame the landlord a bit. He's being fair. Looking to get out of the lease sooner, our son suggested sister-in-law and useless boyfriend move in. He would move out February 1st, but pay for February and March. They would pick up the rent in April. This would give them two more months to get their finances in order, and he'd only be out two months' rent. And as an added bonus, it's closer to sister-in-law's job and would cut 10 minutes off her daily commute. Everybody's happy, right? Everybody except useless boyfriend, that is. Looking at the apartment, he complained it was too small. He complained they'd have to pay for food and utilities. You know, the things he enjoys for free because my wife and I are paying now. He complained he'd have to set up his computer in the living room instead of the bedroom. Then he dropped this little nugget. With utilities, it's going to be higher. You should pay all our rent. We're doing you a favor. My son assumed he misheard him and restated his offer. He'd pay for February and March. They'd assume payments in April. Nope. Not good enough. To useless boyfriend's way of thinking, our son should pay their rent for the remainder of the lease. 10 months. And let them live there rent free. 
Sister-in-law was mortified at useless boyfriend for trying to take advantage of our son, her nephew, that way. After months and months of listening to him complain about his suffering while others paid for everything, she finally had enough. Useless boyfriend? I like this place, so I'm moving in. But you're not. When we get home, you're packing your stuff and I'm driving you to your mother's. No more free rides. We're done. Our son called with the happy news on multiple fronts while they drove home. Instead of 30 minutes, they took an hour to get home and we were a little concerned. We called and she confirmed everything was okay. So we assembled the moving boxes for him so he could start packing right away. Why postpone the party? He walked in the door to find everything he needed to pack up. Apparently on their ride back, useless boyfriend was whining and complaining about their breakup. They stopped to talk for a bit, at which point he said something, sister-in-law won't say what, that creeped her out. And she asked me to drive him to his mother's, which I was more than pleased to do. We drove about an hour to his mother's place without speaking. I helped him carry his stuff to the porch, and out of politeness, I extended him a hand and wished him luck. He stared at me and didn't say a word. There was no, thanks for letting me live with you for free for almost a year, or tell sister-in-law I'm sorry. He just stared, like the petulant child he is. Sister-in-law is doing really well. We're going to miss her moving away, and especially our son moving quite a distance away. But... Useless boyfriend, we'll miss him about as much as we will last week's recycling. At least the recycling can be turned into something useful. What a jerk, right? Yeah, that's one word you can use for him. I feel like your useless boyfriend summary was actually very accurate. It literally just sounds like he wanted a free ride while he sat around and played video games. And even after they left, he would have been expecting your sister-in-law to just continue to support him forever. It doesn't sound like he was doing anything to find a job or contribute in any way around the house. Literally just a waste of skin. I'm all for enjoying your free time and playing video games and doing what you want with it, but you still have other obligations, especially when you're living for free in someone else's house with your girlfriend. You think you would want to show that you can support her and get things going and try and get out of there and find your own place. Regardless, he's out of the picture now. It sounds like sister-in-law is doing really well, and I'm glad to hear that. Let him be his mother's problem from now on. It sounds like that's where he might be happiest. This guy demands I move 30 bags of concrete for him. He doesn't know I don't work here. So I live in Australia and we have a supply chain of hardware stores here called Bunnings Warehouse. Picture a hardware store for everyone, both tradesmen and your average Joe. I was a teenager at the time and I was dressed in work clothes. I was working for a carpenter at the time. Steel cap boots, work pants, the whole deal. The most important thing about all this is my work shirt. My company uses a black button up shirt, short sleeves and collared. My company also had our logos plastered all over these things. For privacy reasons, I can't show you the logos, but these are the base shirts. Now, the people that work at this hardware store, they wear red polo shirts with green writing, the logo for their company. Now, I was riding shotgun with my boss. He had gone into the store while I was in the timber yard collecting some bags of concrete for the footings we were about to put in. I was moving some of the bags, one at a time, to my boss's work truck. These bags aren't overwhelmingly heavy, about 20 kilograms, or 45 pounds. But I was only moving one at a time. The walk wasn't far, and this was at the start of the day. Last thing I wanted to do was injure myself before the real work has even started. I was on my sixth bag out of 13 when this man came up to me. He was your average do-it-yourselfer. Certainly not a tradesman, just your average guy. 50s, balding, and wanted to show off that they could successfully screw together a garden shed. He was just staring at the pile of concrete bags. 
For context, there are several different kinds of concrete for different purposes. Rapid set, mortar, cement, etc. He then asked me what concrete he should use to put in some fence posts. I told him he'd be looking at the rapid set. It would suit his needs perfectly. Considering he needed to ask what kind of concrete, I imagined that he hadn't actually done any sort of work like this before. So I gave him the lowdown. Dig your hole, pour the bag directly into the hole, wet it with your hose, dome it off. Pretty simple. So he said thanks. No issues here. So I grabbed my next bag and began to take it to the truck. Here's where the fun begins. What? Where are you going? He asks. Now, I'm quite confused at this point in time, and then I respond with, Oh, I'm going to put these bags on the back of that truck. Is that a problem? He replies with, Mate, my car isn't over there. I'm the white Camry over there. It's always the dudes in the white Camry at Bunnings. Any tradesman who goes to Bunnings knows exactly the guy I'm talking about. Anyways, I stand there trying to figure out what's going on. Well? He asks. I figure out that he thinks I work there. Oh, sorry mate, I don't work here. I'm getting concrete for my job, and I'm on a tight schedule. Sorry. Now, usually if I didn't have to be somewhere, I would have given anyone a hand. Moving these bags suck. But he doesn't seem to believe me. What? Look at you. Of course you work here. You got the right clothes and everything. I try to reply, and he doesn't want to hear any of it. He goes off and says as he's walking away, You better have all 30 bags on my car before I get back. Step on it. Well, my dear friend, be careful what you wish for. It didn't matter that I was busy. This was the new priority. Cue the malicious compliance part of my story. His exact words were, You better have all 30 bags on my car before I get back. His car had a box trailer. I knew exactly what he meant, but no. No, sir. I tried to tell you otherwise, but you did not listen. I needed to move, so I started moving the bags. Two at a time. I placed them all over his car. Twelve on the bonnet, six on the trunk, and the rest perfectly layering the roof. I see him walk out. He sees his car, and this man's jaw hits the floor. He nearly had a heart attack. My car! What have you done to my car? I had a grin from ear to ear. I put all 30 bags on your car, just like you asked. I was giggling like a toddler. Now, after much screaming, I told him to can it, and he could move it himself. I was late as it was, and my boss was getting impatient. However, He watched this all and was laughing too. Sorry, mate, I have to go to my actual job now, so you're going to have to move these yourself. He was not happy, but hey, at least the bags were now significantly closer to his car. He sucked it up and began to move them. I was walking back to my car when I heard him yell. The thing about these bags of concrete is if you don't support them underneath and just grab them from the sides, they tend to split clean down the middle, dumping all the contents of the bag in a messy pile directly underneath the bag. He had split a bag clean down the middle whilst trying to take it off the roof. This thing spilled its contents all over the roof and windshield of his car, and it was the funniest thing to happen yet. He got the job done eventually, but not before splitting three more bags. His car was covered in concrete dust. I left him there, car covered in concrete, whilst he admitted defeat. This one's on you, Camry guy. This one's on you. Was I a jerk, though? I have to admit, I find this one highly entertaining. Were you a jerk? A little bit, yeah. You could have just walked away. He would have never known and gone inside to complain about some guy who didn't even end up working there. You, however, chose the petty option, but I 100% respect that in this case. Having worked in retail and had people talk to me like this and unfortunately having to comply, I commend you, sir, for doing something a lot of retail workers really wish they could do. But I mean, this guy does kind of get what's coming to him, I guess, considering his sense of entitlement. The absolute icing on the cake is that the bag split and he had a whole mess to deal with, along with having to go back and probably buy three more bags because he messed those ones up. This is why I say you have to listen when people are talking back to you. You can't just bark orders at someone and expect them to comply. In this case, he did, just not quite the way you wanted him to. 
When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories, linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, give Am I the Genius a shot, linked in the description as well. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.